so I'll start out. So yeah, so hello everybody, it's uh, Shorty Mills. Welcome back to another episode of Shooting for the Stars. Today I have a, a, a guest speaker on my podcast. His name is Brandon. I'll let him give a little bit of an introduction to who he is and what he does. And yeah, I'll let him take it from here. So, hey everybody, my name is Brandon Benson of Breakable Financial Solutions. I work as an independent advisor in the lovely city of Toronto, Ontario. So, uh, my focus is really to impact families and working professionals on developing game plans to make sure their financial goals and dreams become a tangible reality. Whether they're really sitting down with them to provide solutions in the case that they die too soon or they live too long, or if it happens to be anything in the middle, figure out ways to help them eliminate their debt. And my years of experience of being in business have been in business for almost eight years. And, you know, I've developed over at least 80, 80 personal clientele of my work with closely. Like, so basically from, you know, young, middle-aged, old, like from different types of backgrounds, races, ethnicities, and just really making sure that whatever goals that they're trying to achieve or regards to the lifestyle, whether it be saving for a house, retirement, or the kids' education, I'm going to be the one person or the person that basically provides the best solutions to achieve those goals. Right. And yeah, so we'll just we'll just start out like I know we discussed before how you're gonna talk about like different investments that people can look into and what your suggestions would be for people like starting out with investing. Yeah, so with with investing it's it's very simple, but people seem to overcomplicate the whole topic about it, right? Like yeah. I always say that most times that people view investing as like real and absolute gibberish, right? So, it's just because, like, it's not really taught at school, right? So, no, it's not. Time, yeah, it really isn't, right? So, I find that the most easiest way to start off with is something, like, something as basic as mutual funds or ETFs. Like, that's, that's the best thing. Don't look into the hype of what's going on right now with, like, all the AMC stock, with all the, the game stock, all the crypto, yeah. because... At the end of the day, it's just that how, how guaranteed, not necessarily guaranteed how safe it is regardless of that, right? Because, like, the volatility and track record of those investments that I basically talk about, it's not, it's not perfect, to be honest. Like, yeah. One time it's basically up, the next day it's up, but down in a certain period, right? I find just having a diversified portfolio is the safest thing to do, right? right. Just making yeah. sure that it has company that's been around for about at least 10, 20, or even 30 plus years. You know, that has, has your, like your standard boring portfolio, like even for the mutual funds that I hold, um, they've been to have companies that have been around for quite a long time, right? Right, yeah. the fact that they've been in like a Coca-Cola, a TD, you know, banks, uh, some insurance companies, even Sony, like that's the most exciting thing about my portfolio is having Sony, my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right? And having a diversified yeah. Having a diversified portfolio of at least 100 to 150 different stocks into like one fund and diversify further by having at least like four or six types of mutual funds in your type of like RSP or TFSA basically. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you've been uh, making those investments for quite some time, so you have a little bit of background in it. I know you work with some, uh, some stock managers within your company, right? Correct? audio kind of cut out there it's all good hear me now yeah okay perfect yeah 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 so yeah you're saying that uh, you do uh, you do work with a bunch of stock managers and stuff like that I remember we mentioned talked about before like you didn't really 
I know some people look up to Warren Buffett and like Bill Gates and stuff, what their portfolios are, but you said that you mostly follow the people within your uh, company that you work with, correct? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, right? So like, um, with the, the brokers that I'm part of, um, I basically broker through seven different types of investment firms. So the top two that I deal with is a firm called American Growth Funds yeah. Fidelity. So basically all the portfolio managers that I typically deal with, I basically follow their series of funds that they basically manage and have a good track record. Oh, and okay. And off like the portfolio for somebody that like likes to handle the risk, right? If you're very, it's a very aggressive risk, then obviously I'll choose something that's, that's very stock-oriented and obviously has a lot of upside and, and, and a little bit more volatile than your typical portfolio. Right. The medium risk is the opposite. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's quite interesting. So you do learn, sounds like you do learn quite a bit from them. What would you say uh, would be your best advice for up-and-coming like investors, like beginners, like just starting out? I think just to answer your question correctly, in regards to that, just that like for somebody that's like up-and-coming, um, the basic thing is just to start what you can afford with, right? Right. Like, with, the, with the investing itself, it doesn't have to break the bank. For you to get started, you know, first the best, like even for me. Sorry, you're kind of cutting kind of, kind of, kind of, Yeah, it's all good. It's it's been happening, man. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. I think I think you gotta slow down now. So yeah. All right. So we're good. Yeah, we're good. All right. Okay. Okay. So, all to, to answer the question, I think for people that are just starting out, um, in Canada. The basic to start off is literally just $25 a month. And for a first-time lump sum, it's literally $500 to do it one time, depending on what firm or brokerage you're dealing with. Right. So for, for, for a client example, I have somebody that almost five years ago literally started at $50 a month. Then progressively, in the next like two, three years, you had some money saved that you want to actually invest, and then you put another like three grand in. And then afterwards, a couple of years afterwards, after just sticking to fifty dollars a month until things got a little bit better in regards to his finances and his, you know, his expenses, he was able to increase that fifty to two fifty, and then recently increased it to five hundred dollars a month. Holy! So you were to get it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. he was even close. Yeah, he's he's one of, of uh, three people that do that that actually are in my clientele right now. And then as he's he's uh, he's trying to transition to a better job, so trying to increase his like. Monthly rate to seven fifty, and oh, that's crazy for people. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy that uh, he just started out small. I guess it's just uh, about compound interest too, though. Over time, like those investments eventually will accumulate compound interest. Yeah, pretty much right. Yeah, just, just gradually. I I say that like when it comes to investing, it's no different than you going to the gym, right? Like when you when your first time working on a while, right? Yeah. You think that you're bringing yourself that like, oh, I'm gonna lift the Arnold Schwarzenegger weight, but you gotta like stop. <laughs> yeah. Too right. So like, that's that's the key thing because people we like to think that like, oh, we have like all this money to really save and invest, but like in regards to an average like person's like working situation, you know, like they got bills to pay, <laughs> they got this to pay off, they got all this stuff, they got you know like they have liabilities too. So like, right. you don't want to necessarily you know go back.
Right. Yeah. So yeah, it all it all takes time. Like understand, like understanding what you're investing in is quite important too. That's something that Warren Buffett has, and is one of his principles. Like knowing what you're investing in, like whether that's real estate or ETFs or mutual funds or any of that. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. So. Just, just a matter of gradual progression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gradual progression. Like, yeah, there's always a risk and reward involved involved with like uh, the investing, like part of it. But yeah, but knowing what you're investing in is really trying to like mitigate that risk, so then you can get the higher rate of return. Because technically, you're investing in a business. Uh, it's like a share, basically. Because that's what a stock is, right? It's yeah. like buying a portion of a business. And if that business does well, then that's the stock is going to go up, and that's when you're going to get that higher rate of return. Yeah, typically in that scenario, but there's also one thing that I like to argue, just that there's a simple way to really invest without having to take too much risk. Right. And the, <laughs> and the beautiful thing about it is just that people don't read this within a stock or actual portfolio. It's something called beta. Beta basically measures the overall risk tolerance for how well a portfolio basically handles risk. The simple way to measure it, higher the score, the more sensitive it is to risk. Less than the score, the more the more resilient it is to risk. So you want high returns and low beta actually. The way that you look at beta is like how somebody can take their alcohol. You have someone that's like the lightweight takes one shot, party gun. Yeah. Like, like, we're Filipino, right? You have, like, that one people that drinks, like, tequila, like, like, water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the, <laughs> you, you want the so, so the point of perspective, you want the, the Filipino Tito Tito that can take his alcohol pretty, pretty much. Takes a lot, doesn't affect him at all. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. Beta is, yeah. yeah. Beta is measured within, within uh, decibel points. So, basically, if it's if the beta scoring at one, that means, obviously, it's scoring at, like, a uh, 100%, right? But if you find something at, like, 0. 0.83, 0. 0.7, or even 0. 0.6, which is really good, that means you're taking less risk and potentially a lot more upside, depending on the performance of the overall portfolio or stocks. Right. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Like, I mean, knowing that watching the trends in the stock market gets... Yeah, and then you were touching upon what, like, what trading platform? Do you use trading platforms or any of that? No, no, no. You use none. You use, you use. I, I know it, it, it's crazy to think that, like, someone like myself, that you know, being in the investment game for so long, um, I don't really touch trading because that's a different type of game with with investing, right? Trading involves that you know being able to see it more of like a, as a business, right? Because like you have to actively participate in regards to choose the best stock with the sell and so forth, right? With exactly. the you know, you have to have someone behind the scenes that be able to handle that, mitigate that, choosing the stock type of game as well, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty interesting there. Yeah. But. Yeah, anyways, it was uh, good talking to you today. Is there anything else that you did want to touch upon, like, within your business? I think that, you know, not just about me, but just for the people that are listening, just that, you know, for people that are complicated and see frustrated with, with, like, with money, it isn't too complicated to begin with, like, once you get yourself in a good state, right? Once you, once, like, investing, it, it, it is complicated to a certain point, but it really isn't. But you have to know what you really want to do with investing, right? Is it, you can't invest for the sake of investing. Like, I have people that have investments for the sake of, 
you know, be able to have put money away for a certain period of time for their kids' education, for, for a house, for, you know, for buying, like, new business and so forth, the yeah. internal goals. Once you associate the goals behind what you want in regards to your current lifestyle, then you can make a message of working for you, right? Right. Living, leaving a legacy or something to have alter. Right, exactly. Yeah, I remember you touched upon that earlier. So, yeah, but yeah, it's good to know, like, but yeah. I mean, hopefully business still continues to go well for you, and, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so sounds like sounds like business is going well for you, and, yeah, hopefully we can get you on the podcast again sometime. We'll, uh, we'll talk about further. Maybe you have some other things to touch upon about investing, investing in business. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, everybody, that's it for my episode for Shooting for the Stars with Shotty Mills. I'll see you later. Thank you to Brandon for starring on my podcast. And, yeah, we'll catch you guys later.